can we call ourselves three of the fairest ladies three of the fairest maids that's a huge lie yeah no as i like scratch it imperfections (laughs) on my face (laughs) and i just farted so no we can't three of the courtest jesters (laughs) (laughs) courtest jesters Welcome. We are the ladies of Strange. I'm distracted. <laughs> oh, it's my turn. So am I. <laughs> I'm Rebecca. Thanks for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things <laughs> Dis- distant, questionable, ordinary. <laughs> Hi, ladies. Hello, Hi. Friend. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are both of you? Wunderbar. Good. Good. Wunderwaffe. Nope. 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 <laughs> yeah. Are you having PTSD, Rebecca? A little bit. A little bit. How about I distract you then? Does that sound like a good Please. idea? Please. Wait, maybe. How do you plan to distract <laughs> As me? As she does the eyebrow wiggle. Can I distract you from Wunderwaffes with a Wunderwaffe? What? No, I'm just kidding. I was making a joke about showing vaginas. Off. Okay. Vaginas. Okay. Um, Tiffany, what's your subject? <laughs> All right, so today's going to be a little different. So I am going to be telling you guys about something really cool that happened a while back. But my notes are basically, I read a bunch of articles about what happened. And I'm just going to kind of freeball it. So So like all of your episodes, got it. Oh no, most of my episodes have like at least bullet points. Sick burn, bruh. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) (laughs) The inspiration for this episode, though, came from, I was thinking about, like, what's a really cool thing I could talk about? Because the last couple episodes I've done have been kind of either serious or less whimsical as I normally do. So I was like, what's something light and fun that I can talk about? Pardon. Attacking the microphone. Um, And episode 80 of Wine and Crime was Art Theft. And Amanda had a really cool topic or a really cool case. So I'm going to tell you about it. So for those of you who have, and now I'm not just going to like retell word for word, say what Amanda said. No, I, I used their episode and then I Googled a bunch of ish and read a bunch of articles. Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12 articles. Got the tabs open. So I'm just going to kind of tell you a story. So ask questions as we go, you know, we'll do something fun. And if it crashes and burns, stay tuned next week and Rebecca will give you structure again. <laughs> <laughs> so let's travel back in time to the day after Thanksgiving, 1985. I, I had a comment that I, I meant to mention earlier. So before you dive in, we had somebody send us an email and said that they wait to binge us three episodes at a time so they don't have withdrawals from any one of the hosts. And it made oh. my heart want to explode. Oh, They were like, so I can hear a story presented from each of you and I don't have withdrawals. Oh, oh. my heart. <laughs> Oh, I just realized we might not have told Tiffany this ahead of time. I just, <laughs> it makes me so happy. So, I want to cry. You know who you are. Thanks, boo. Oh, I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Ooh, but yeah, oh, sorry. Stuff. I don't know why that just popped in my head. Uh, Probably, but, oh, because you said Rebecca would bring structure back. Yeah. Her. Got it. I'm curious. <laughs> well, no, I'm curious now. Speaking like, of not being structured. What, or, <laughs> 
you said I'm distracted. I'm curious what order they listen to them in. Uh, probably. Oh, it could be backwards. It I would be assume. anybody. It just depends on who they start with. So art theft. Oh. Let us know. Okay, please and thank you. Now I'm really curious and distracted. <laughs> okay, day after Thanksgiving, 1985, mm-hmm. the scene, University of Arizona Museum of Art. Ah, oh. oh, yes, the classic. When I think of fine art, that's my first go-to. U of A, U of that's right. M O A, U O A, M O A. Moana, make way, make way. Oh, jeez. So. <laughs> super distracted all right so the guard is letting somebody in an employee in a few minutes before they open up and there's this couple that that's like hey you know the museum's about to open do you mind if we go ahead and come in and take a look around and he's like yeah sure it's gonna be open in a few minutes no big deal so he's talking it's a male and female couple and he's talking to the lady and they're just chit-chatting about art and the man walks upstairs to the second floor and about 10 minutes later comes out and they just like dip out real quick and he's like mm, that's sketchy af and questionable maybe Odd. maybe not quite eerie but <laughs> but maybe <laughs> um so he goes upstairs just to be like let's check out what he was doing and wilhelm de kooning painting from 1955 called woman <laughs> I'm sure it's like ochre, but I just read in my head, woman ochre. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's not it. It was a portrait of Cardi B's great grandmother, <laughs> woman ochre. I am so disappointed in myself right now, but kind of impressed. So that's the first time I've ever said that in my entire life, by the way. Well, and it's recorded. Yeah, well. So William de Kooning is a very famous man. He is like one of the leading artists in the abstract expressionist movement. Like when you talk about abstract expressionist, which I do like on a regular basis. <laughs> de Kooning. You de- are an abstract expressionist. <laughs> <laughs> so she does on a regular basis. Uh, de Kooning is like the top name. He goes upstairs and the woman ochre decoding is cut from the frame. Like oh, rude. Yeah, like blade just cut along the frame, cut out and gone. Gone. There was a witness at the scene who said he saw a couple drive off in a rust colored sports car. But the police came. There were no fingerprints. Um, this is 1985. There are no cameras installed yet. Like, there's really no trace of these people other than the guard's description of them. And there are sketches out there saying, hey, these two people stole a very valuable work of art. At the time, it was valued at $400,000. And it's just gone. So fast forward to 2017. Wow. That was quite the jump. Right? This very sweet couple. Jerry and Rita Alter are an older couple. Actually, at 2017, it's just Rita left. Jerry passed away in 2012 at the age of 81. And when his wife, Rita, passed away in 2017 at the age of 81, her nephew... Ron Roseman is going through the house and he's the executor of state and he's going through and selling stuff and packing stuff up. And he has these guys come by to look at the house and buy anything they want. And they own like an antiques and furniture place. And they see this painting that's really cool and funky looking. And they're like, you know what? We'll buy this and we'll buy that. Bought a couple different things. Ended up spending two grand. He tried to like Owl of Owl's Toy Barn them. They threw a bunch of stuff in a box and they were like, eh, 
I'll give you like 50 bucks for all this. And there's a priceless booty in that box. So you would think, <laughs> but really this guy was like, that's pretty cool. Sure. I'll take it. And spent two grand, took it back to his antique place. And he originally said he wanted it for his house. Cause he was like, this is really cool. I'll just take it home. But he had like dropped everything off at the antique place. And a customer came in and was like, oh my God, that looks like an original de Kooning. <gasps> Wow. And then he was like, mm, okay, cool. And then another customer came in and was like, oh my God, that looks like an original de Kooning. And he was like, weird. Okay. <laughs> Somebody just said the same thing. And then customer after customer kept it coming in and being like, oh my God, this is de Kooning. And my first thought when I heard this was like, fuck, how many art critics do you have in this right? small town? Because we are in Cliff, New Mexico, which has a population of less than 300 people. But they all know de Kooning. Well, now this is where they passed away. Uh, the altars lived and they passed away. So this antique place is a little outside of Cliff, but still it's a small town. Everybody is apparently an art critic. Right. And, and everyone knows who de Kooning is. I mean, abstract expressionist. Who doesn't? But. Right. Thank you. So finally, he was like, cool, let's Google this de Kooning guy everybody's talking about. Well, when he Googled it, the first thing that came up was this missing de Kooning from uh, University of Arizona Museum of Art. Bum, dun, bum, dun, bum. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So he ends up calling the police, the FBI, and the museum. That's dramatic. <laughs> a little bit. He must maybe, be a Gemini. <laughs> maybe call the museum first. Well, or like just the local police and yeah. let them escalate it. I don't know what order he called in. Also, how do you call the FBI? I mean, okay, Google. I need FBI stat. Am I, is that just something you get once you hit a certain tax bracket? Like the, the 911 to the FBI? Oh, hold on. No. It would be. Oh my God. Are she you dead? Googling it? No. Three two four <laughs> what technically actually t9 t9ers it would be three 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 two two four 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 all right okay well that is the quick call to the fbi three 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 two two four 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 that wouldn't be the quick call because we've moved past t9 and it would just be the three numbers We've evolved. Never. Yeah, we've evolved a Google swipe keyboard now. But the FBI has to be somewhat secret. And it knows that a bunch of hooligans that don't understand what T9 is. See, nowadays, you can just say them. into your phone, hey, FBI, and they're listening. Right? <laughs> what is the number <laughs> to the FBI? Uh, missing arts division. <laughs> <laughs> FBI Atlanta is 770-216-3000. I like three 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 two two four four four. Okay, well, I'll dial my number and you dial yours, and we'll see who gets there first. Okay, all, all right, right. y'all have fun with that. I so, did not condone this. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. I would like to discuss a missing decuning with you, FBI. <laughs> so the lady in charge of the museum at the time, the curator—that's what I'm trying to say here. Yep. The curator. She got this call, and at first she was like, "Yeah, okay." Cool. Give me some detail on this so I know you're not. What do you think this is? 1985. Nobody cares about decuning anymore. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you said that. I will give you her thoughts in a moment. Oh, sorry. sorry. But she was like, okay, so skeptical. Give me some info here. 
it's like okay well you know this is what it looks like this is that she's like okay so make some pictures of the brushwork and all this and she said that he had mentioned that the paint was cracked like somebody had rolled it up and like left it that way for a while well like when you when he stole it from the uh, museum like rolled it up put it in his coat ah and walked out and she was like oh shit like that's real detail like there's no way you could have googled that information well i mean it's not something people really think about is like how the paint would crack when rolled up yeah so she's like okay cool so he took some measurements for her and it was an inch smaller all the way around which would count for the frame Yeah, account for the frame. And the slicing. Exactly. So she was like, cool, I'm on my way. So once they like realized that this was possibly the de Kooning, they said they locked it in the only room in the building that had a lock on it. (laughs) The bathroom. (laughs) They slid it in beside the toilet and locked the door. (laughs) I'm assuming it had been framed at this point. Yes, it was in a gold frame. Maybe throw a sheet over it. (laughs) I mean, nobody like could use splash peed on it or anything so it's fine or given a sheet (laughs) (laughs) you cute (laughs) so uh they say okay we think this is the real thing we're gonna come check it out so he takes it home and he said he stayed up that night like armed with his gun (laughs) keeping watch over this because when people realized it was like the legit de kooning and it could possibly this thing is worth when it was stolen, $400,000, they estimated it was going to appraise over $100 million at this point. Why would you not like send Jeez. it with the cops? Like, why would you sit at home with a gun over this painting that you just bought from a state? So, like, I would have been like, all right, cops, FBI is coming to get it. I'll tell them to come meet you at your place. Well, they did send, they did follow him home with like armed security and have like police outside. And then they were like, okay, bye. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. They were there until like it everything was a stall went down. Mate. Sorry. A, a, a stall Because it was in a bathroom, in a bathroom stall. No, he was already out of the bathroom at this point. He went home. <laughs> you keep Haven't we had a stall mate conversation? Oh, well, waiting to poop. Yeah. Yeah, stallmates. They're the worst. (laughs) And I'm a patient person. (laughs) So anyway, they come find out this thing is legit. And there's a huge uproar. Yay, this is so exciting. It's Ah, a dacune. It's a dacune. In a gold frame. Ah. And no one beat on it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure that was the exact phrase. From the FBI. Minor (laughs) requirements. Do not pee on your artwork, guys. Especially a dacuning. Okay. I wouldn't know a dacuning from the front of the Fruit Loops box. I would after this case. (laughs) Well, I'd be closer to being correct. (laughs) So the museum curator said that when she got the call, she was kind of in disbelief because she had had like dreams about being the person to find this art. And um, she was like, I knew it was like a pipe dream and I never thought it was actually going to happen. But I literally had dreams about being the person to bring this home. Whoa. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, they have to have some sort of like arts division. Oh, I'm sure they do. Ask Google. We will later. Okay, so, FBI 333-22444. <laughs> so then comes the question of like, this thing is on its way home. Back to the museum. They've started a restoration project on it, but it's going to be a while. What happened? Like, where did this art come from? Was it the 81-year-old lady who had it in her house? And the thing about it was like, you would never know it was there. Like, her nephew 
the executor of the state, didn't know it was there until afterwards when they were cleaning out the house. Because when you walked into the house, you had to go into the master bedroom and shut the door before you could see it. It was like in this tiny little section between hmm. the door and the wall that was like perfect fit for the de Kooning. That is a very strange place for a painting. So this was just some like, hey, look what we did back in our prime. I can't do math that fast. They would have been in their 50s. Like, hey, hey, we were so sneaky. We went on vacation without the kids and stole a priceless painting. Well, they went on vacation with their kids. There is a picture of them visiting. They're in Cliff, New Mexico. Okay. There is a picture that surfaced recently from 1985 at Thanksgiving of them sitting at a table visiting family in Tucson, Arizona. The day before the theft. The grand larceny? Would it be grand larceny? I, I have no idea. Yeah, let's go with it. Sure, why not? Fact check this, but don't tell us. Um, <laughs> so could it be that this couple in their 50s who were one of them, Jerry, was a band teacher at a high school. Okay. Rita was a speech therapist. Okay. They were described as a very happy, very nice couple. Okay. Kind of private, kept to themselves. Didn't really talk much about their personal lives, which reminded me of a former coworker we have. And now I'm convinced he's an art thief. <laughs> um, <laughs> and a damn good one at it. Right? But for 32 years, these were people in a community, a very small community, who were like just your average Joes that everybody liked. And Josies. And Josies. And Josefinas. And, you know. Jefes. <laughs> <laughs> So people were like, okay, could it be them? Really, could it be them? They were in Tucson the day before this happened. And they did have a red sports, two-door sports car. But they, they had said a it was red, a dusty color. Rust colored. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I was thinking two-seater. Two doors and two seats are not the same thing. Carry on. I was like, how are they on vacation with their family with the two-seater? But you said two-door. Two-door, yes. They had two kids, but everything I read, like the kids couldn't be reached for comment. So... It's all coming from her nephew. But yeah, so they're like, okay, maybe it is these two people. Let's look into them. Well, Jerry and Rita had a very um, luxurious lifestyle. Ooh. For a band teacher and a speech therapist. A band teacher who retired at 48. And a speech therapist. <laughs> it's like, have you guys seen the memes where it's like, extreme home makeover. I'm a colored <laughs> pencil sharpener and she's a butterfly enthusiast and we have a budget of $6.5 million. Right. <laughs> Pretty accurate. They uh, So they have this house in Cliff, New Mexico that they had Jerry drew up the plans for. It's a nice, spacious, really nice home on 20-something acres of land. With plenty of room to hide pictures. And they are world travelers. They visited 140 countries visited all seven continents. When Rita passed away, there was over a million dollars in their bank account. How? Must be nice. How? That's a fantastic question. Maybe, just maybe, hear me out. They were art thieves. <laughs> and the de Kooning was their first? Well, I would imagine the de Kooning was like their private one that they had for themselves. Because you go into their room and you would think, okay, well, you walk into their room. Maybe you could see it there. No, 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 no. The door opened only to a certain point. They had like screwed a nail into the baseboard so that it would open up only to a certain point. So you couldn't see what was behind there unless the door was shut and it never hit the wall. So you had no opportunity to nick the painting. And 
The only way you could see it was if you were in the room with the door shut looking. How many times do you think that they stood in front of it to get it on and looked at their painting? There it is. If you look at a picture of the way the room was set up, which I'll show you guys later, there's like a mirror over there. So like, yep, they are down to get the the friction on. (laughs) She freaks. (laughs) Decuting freaks. (laughs) So yeah, um, but even her nephew was like, I just don't know about this, guys. Like, it doesn't make sense. Well, then they started looking into it a little more and a little more. And Jerry wrote some books before he passed away. Actually, Rita wrote on them with him, or at least on one of them. So they've got Aesop's Fables set in verse that Jerry wrote, poems and verses of rhyme and reason, and the cup and the lip exotic tales by Jerome Alter. Mm, was that his his surname? Not surname. Surname? Yeah, that's his real name, but he went by Jerry. Ah, uh, Jerome. H. Jerome Alter. So the cup and the lip exotic tales so yeah they freak (laughs) they freak (laughs) one of the stories in that it was like a bunch of short stories one of the stories tells of a i think it was a grandmother and a granddaughter who steal a priceless emerald from a museum and you said exotic not erotic And Ashley's embarrassed now. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Grandmother and granddaughter, that's too much for my personal taste. It's a step-granddaughter. <laughs> Let's hope so. No exotic tales. But this grandmother and granddaughter go into a museum. Still this priceless emerald actually run over the body or the security guard on the way out. But Uh-oh. yeah. With what? With their car. Did they break the getaway? They car. go into. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I was thinking like on the way out of the museum. Oh yeah, get on those little <laughs> segways. <and laughs> <laughs> you have but, to run them over a couple times with those. It's not very efficient. Beep, you would probably just beep, hit them and flip beep. over the handlebars. <laughs> you would, because they're reverse pendulums and they're dangerous. Yeah, what she said. Science. <laughs> but then the story ends with them keeping the emerald behind this like this hidden pain so that only two sets of eyes could ever view it the grandmother and the granddaughter well then they've hmm. got this painting in their room that only two sets of eyes were ever meant to see hmm. very interesting x and r are different letters you say <laughs> <laughs> what exotic versus erotic oh you what was in that tea <laughs> That was a rhetorical question. You don't have to look up your order. No, I was uh, looking to see what time it was. So the museum curator has said that looking at the de Kooning, it looks like it was only framed once um, since being stolen. And it was kind of crudely done by an amateur. But it was only stretched and framed once, meaning it could be assumed that it was never changed hands. It was only in the hands of one person. And when you go look at where it was hanging in the altar's house, the frame had like caked on dust, like it hadn't been moved or touched in years. When you remove the paint or remove the painting, it's like discolored. Yeah. Yeah. From something that had been there for years, eons, or, you know, 32 years, eons, eons. As a 31-year-old, I can say that. I was about to say, how old are you? Into the fourth decade of his existence. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, God. That hurts. Uh Uh-uh. No, I don't like that at all. (laughs) 
So it is widely believed that the altars stole this painting. But if you ask the police, there's still an ongoing investigation. You got to check all or dot all your I's, cross all your T's and so on and so forth. Another thing to note is the drawing of or the sketch of the couple that the security guard said he saw said that the man he would put in his 20s to 30s. And the woman in her 50s to 60s. Ouch. (laughs) Well, at the time, they were like 55, somewhere around there. They were, but who was he? Who was he? Oh, the 20 to 30 year old? Yeah. So either Jerry looked damn good or another theory out there is that their son. I was about to say, how old are their kids? His son would have been in on it, who was in his 20s. So that nobody's been able to get in touch with their kids? Well, they've been able, like the police and authorities have, but nobody writing articles about this was Ah. able to. And the cousin or the nephew said that the son, Joseph, I think, been in and out of institutions his whole life. And they think that, or he said that he believes he was currently in one at the time of the Mm -hmm. article I was reading. But anyway, so the thought is that Jerry dressed up as a woman. Because if you look at the sketch, the woman does look more like Jerry Hmm. and had his son go in with him. I personally, if I'm going to (laughs) speculate wildly, yes, I say I I like to think it was Jerry and Rita doing it as like a, hey, we're in our 50s. Our kids are grown. Let's go get wild. Yeah. Let's go steal a valuable piece of art, which maybe they'd been doing for a while if they were able to like retire at 48 and travel the world and like that's what they did. But let's go get one for us that we can hang up in our bedroom where nobody will see but us and we can get our friction on beside this mirror. While we look at our decuning. Yeah. (laughs) And it was of a naked woman. So. Oh. Yeah. But it's abstract. So I guess you got to know what you're looking at. You got to be in the right position to see it. Oh, (laughs) yes. Yeah, that's what uh, that is currently the standing of this case. There's no real resolution. Nobody's been charged with anything. And even if they were, they're dead. They gone. Yeah. So there's really not much you can do. I say let them have their nice little legacy as art thieves who got away with ultimate stuff. I can't. I just picture being like 81 years old and like looking at that and being like, nah. Middle fingers to everybody. Found it. Yep. <laughs> Walk by and give your husband's earn the knuckles. Exactly. <laughs> we, we still did, did it, it, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, personally, I don't think I could keep a secret that big. So, <laughs> like, there's a reason you're not an art thief. This is true. <laughs> or any type of thief. This is very true. I can't even be like, no, honey, I didn't spend $20 today at the store. To- I didn't eat any of your Werther's out of the cabinet. Why would you ask me such a thing? He threw mm-hmm. away our ice cream. It's <laughs> fair game. <laughs> so that Hashtag is- still not over it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I give them props and I think it'd be really <laughs> Hashtag cool. restock ruler. Oh, you know. <laughs> but yeah, this is a. Uh, I thought that was really cool. It's kind of a little different this week. I apologize for that. I like, but it. it makes me really happy to think of two really old people like having this one special thing. I like it. Thank and I mean, you. it's a victimless crime. Yeah, and it's not like. Well, we say victimless. I'm sure there are people out there who would disagree. I think it's a victimless. Yeah, like the person who owned the $400,000 painting. Well, actually, it was on loan to the university and it has been appraised for $160 million now or roughly. So they just basically put it in storage. Yeah. So whoever owned it will probably get it back once the investigations concluded and then they just held on to it for him. And it's probably worth even more now because of the story attached to it. But um, that's my story. They're pretty cool. I like to think they're all... if. 
the afterlife exists. They're all looking down on, or they're both looking down on us. Like <laughs> you guys are talking about us. Uh-huh. Or they're up. like, no, no, hello, no, that's not how it happened at all. Uh, yeah, that would probably be my thing. It'd be like, well, actually. It wasn't rust colored. Jerry's like, I'm going to haunt the shit out of their cabinets. <laughs> why didn't you tell what's his name? What is it? What is it? The nephews. Oh, why didn't you tell Ron to go ahead and like take that off the wall when we died? Right? Put it in the will and have him hide it somewhere for his kids. Our Damn it, Rita, you had one job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, honey. Kind of died a little unexpectedly. <laughs> I mean, you're 81. Like you, you should have a plan in place by then. Yeah. Schematics. <laughs> Schematics. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Thank Same. you, my love. Thanks, friends. And remember, friends, everyone has something that they find odd. Let us tell you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found on our website, theladiesofstrange.com, or you can email them to us at theladiesofstrange at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show, you can now find us on Patreon. Keep it strange, lovelies. Why do I keep adding the now? You can find us on Patreon. I mean, you can now. True. Like right now. Yeah. Go. Right. Go check it out. Yeah. Patreon.com forward slash the ladies is strange. There's a link in the notes. Contacts. Great bonus content. Enjoy. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. (laughs)